You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 66, Our Families and the Holidays. Well, hey there, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today, as always. And today I want to talk about the differences in our families during the holidays. You know, the holidays are a joyous time of year. But for our families who live with autism in our home, this isn't always the case. This time of year can be challenging for our children because sensory overload from so many things, schedules changing, holiday parties, just the excitement and the changes during the holidays can create a very uncertain time for our kids. So I want you to know that you are not alone, and I'm going to share some ideas that I hope will make this holiday season easier for you. And for all of our members, I want you guys to know that there is a holiday sample letter to family in the family resource section of the member portal. So make sure you go and download that because that's a sample letter that you can provide to your family who is going to be spending time with your child during the holidays, just to kind of give them an overview of things that they will be helpful for them to know. Now, let's talk about, you know, preparation for the upcoming holidays, right? It's important to determine how much preparation your son or daughter might need, right? If they tend to become anxious when they're anticipating an event that's going to occur in the future, you may want to adjust how much in advance that you decide to tell them. You could use a calendar so that they could see when things are happening. That may be very helpful for them. You could also create a social story that highlights what might happen at the event. You could do a photo album in advance of, you know, the relatives or others who might be there during the holidays so that they can have an opportunity to ask questions if they want to. If you're traveling, make sure that you have their favorite books or foods or snacks or toys available for the trip. Think about what calms them in stressful situations and have those items ready. Above all, no one knows your child better than you do. You know how much noise or sensory input they can handle. If you believe that a situation may become overwhelming, help them find a quiet area. There also may be some situations that you simply avoid. You know that their fears and those things that will and will not make this season enjoyable for them 
and your family, and you get to decide. Holiday decorations. This can be really difficult for our kids because, you know, they may love the decorations, right? So once you put them up, they may not want you to take them down. Try to include them in the decorating if possible, right? Let them know we put these up for the holidays and then when the holidays are over, we take them down. You may have to decorate gradually, a little bit at a time, right? You might show them pictures of the decorations in the years past. Create rules for the decorations if you need to, ones that can and cannot be touched. Be direct, be specific, and be consistent. Understand that some decorations simply might not be okay for this year. Maybe you can revisit it for another year. I know we had that situation for a train because Jordan was extremely um, agitated by a train that had lights and the train moved. And so we went years without putting it up because it was a trigger for him. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is gifts and the way that you do gifts, the way that you exchange gifts with your family. For a child with autism, gifts often cause fear of the unknown. You will likely figure out early on if opening gifts are a trigger for your child, if they like opening gifts with other people or not. Traditions may need to be changed to fit what they are able to handle without causing them overwhelm that leads to meltdowns. And that's okay. You know, we just recently had one of our members in our private membership that um, they decided to give their gift early because they knew that Christmas Day wouldn't really matter. So they wanted him to enjoy it during the holidays. That's okay. There are no rules for your family and how you do holidays, only the rules that you make. You know, we changed um, when our kids got older. We started doing Christmas on Christmas Eve, and that eliminated so much of Jordan's, um, you know, anxiety during that time of waiting until Christmas morning. And then Christmas morning was never a good experience. So we just eliminated that and started doing it Christmas Eve after dinner. You know, they may not be able to participate when everyone is opening their gifts in the typical turn-taking fashion. We don't do that here either. We give the gifts and he opens them as he wants to open them. We don't take turns because that doesn't work for him. That's okay. Figure out what works for your child and then just plan to make that work. It may mean opening all their gifts at once or maybe they only open their gifts at home in their room. If your family, your extended family, asks about gifts for your child, think about their special interests or maybe therapy tools that they would benefit from. You might need to let them know, do not give a gift and expect a typical thank you response, right? You could sit down with your child and make a wish list 
include websites where the items can be purchased and the price and description of the item and give that to your extended family. Now, they may also begin to obsess about a particular toy or gift that they want. You may have to set guidelines and expectations. Only allow them to mention it a certain amount of times just to lessen their anxiety around it. It may be helpful to prepare your family members for strategies that they can use to minimize your child's anxiety or even unexpected negative behaviors. Explain to them that your son or daughter may not show a typical thank you response, but that you appreciate their understanding. Even though you know they truly may not understand, and that's okay too. We can't always expect them to. They might not want to hug grandma or grandpa or Aunt June or, you know, Uncle Bob as a thank you for their gift. They may not appear grateful for the gift, but reassure your family that they are. They just don't understand how to show their emotions like others. It's important that you share this ahead of time too, so that they are prepared and you need to understand that this is not your child's fault. It is simply part of who they are and you are learning how they can and can't handle certain things. We all know that music is a festive part of the holidays, right? Christmas music is all around us. Remember, your children may not enjoy it. Maybe they don't like the singing or volume of the music. Lord knows I can't sing Christmas carols. I can't sing at all because Jordan does not want me to sing at all. Now he can sing at the top of his lungs when he wants to. Many of our children have an intense sensitivity to sound. When overwhelmed by the noise, they may cover their ears to block it out. Let them use their headphones if they need to. If you know music or caroling or singing is a trigger for your child, just be mindful of that. And you may have to plan to not attend those events. Religious services are often a big part of this time of year. If you're planning on attending a religious service, you may want to visit the location in advance. That can be very helpful for our children. Show them what they can expect, such as where they're going to sit, where the songbooks are. Let them know that there may be singing, but you'll allow them to bring their headphones. The other thing is these events also require, sometimes we have to sit for an extended period of time. It may be helpful to give them a written schedule ahead of time or a program that they can follow along. Make sure that you have fidget toys or books or other quiet toys that may be useful to them in those moments. You know, holidays often put additional stress on our children. So it's certainly not the best time to introduce any new demands. This is a time to keep as many of their normal routines as normal as possible. During holiday dinners, it may not be reasonable for them to sit at the table with all of the family. So be sure that you have options available for them. Holiday shopping 
may not be something that they will enjoy. So make sure you have backup care available so that you can get your things done. Holidays are time for the entire family to enjoy, but sometimes that can be difficult to keep everyone happy. It is important if your autistic child has siblings that you make sure they're aware of how difficult this time can be for their brother or sister. But you also want to make sure that you give equal attention to their siblings because this can be difficult for them too. And you want to make their holidays as memorable and as typical and normal as possible for them, but letting them know that their brother or sister struggles. Above all, do not let yourself get stressed because your son or daughter will likely react to your stress. One day at a time, one minute of the time, that's what we're looking at. So you have to look at the holidays as a whole and decide what events can we participate in? Which ones do we need to skip this year? Doesn't mean you're not going to try again next year, but this year it's just not a good option. That's okay. You have to do what's best for your family. Now, I will not be having a podcast next week because it's Christmas. So um, we're going to skip the podcast on the 23rd and we will let you have a week of catching up on all the past podcasts that um, maybe you haven't caught up on yet. I want to take a minute to wish you all an amazing and wonderful holiday, however you spend it and whoever you spend it with. I hope that you make memories that you'll have for years to come. And just know if you go through difficult moments during this holiday season, it doesn't mean it's forever. It doesn't mean that next year will be the same because every year they will grow and develop and gain new skill sets. So every year will be a little bit better than last as you continue to learn. Thanks so much. You guys have an amazing holiday season. I'm so grateful that you come and listen to me and I'm looking forward to all that we have to come uh, in 2022 inside our membership and right here on the podcast as well. You guys have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. And remember, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey. And you will develop relationships with other moms just like you, all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.